Hello, and welcome to part to another episode of Piecing the Parsha Together, where we try to figure out the order of the way the Torah is written. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Mishpatim. Mishpatim is the <clears throat> first Parsha in the Torah, which is uh, you know jam-packed with mitzvahs. Many of them do take on a Hoshin Mishpat type nature, nature of monetary issues. Um, there are far too many mitzvahs to be able to figure out um, just one one week. Um, in fact, I think I would just like to focus on the very first um, the very first mitzvah that is mentioned, which is um, Eved Ivri, <clears throat> and, and and maybe you know something a little bit more general. Um, the question that uh, many of the Rishonim deal with is, um, you know, again, how to figure out, is there any kind of order going on here? There's a uh, somewhat lengthy Ibn Ezra in his Pirish HaKatsar, where he tries to, to go through a lot of the um, mitzvahs. And I think the Ramban, certainly at the beginning of the Parsha, will do the, maybe the early piece. But again, to focus here on the beginning. And um, let's first read a, a comment from the Ramban. The Ramban says, <clears throat> why do we start with Eved Ivri? So he says that Kol uh, Torah Kula is uh, based on Mishpat. That's the beginning of the Parsha, the first Pasuk of Eil Mishpatim, Asher Tasim Lutneim, he placed in front of you, which doesn't specifically reference any mitzvah. And then he says that Hizchil is, is the Ramban and Pasuk Beis. Hizchil HaMishpat Arishon Be'Eved Ivri. We start with Eved Ivri, Meknesha Yesh, B'Shiluach HaEved, sending out the servant. Bishana Hashvias in the seventh year is a Zechel Yetzias Mizraim, is a memory to the to leaving Egypt, which is Niskar B'Dibur Harisha, mentioned in the first of the Aseris Adibros. Kamosh Amar Boaz says, Bechazachartiki Evet Hayisa Be'Eretz Mizraim, you should remember that um, you <clears throat> were an Evid. And Mizraim, this is, I think, a reference to. to uh, when you send the uh, Evid away, you, you give him stuff. And I'm commanding you this, Hayom, today. So one idea is just to call back. Um, uh, the Kliyakar elaborates a little bit more on this. The Kliyakar says that, um, this is also, in Pasuk Beis, there's quite a bit of, of Kliyakar at the beginning of the Parsha. Same idea, the reference to the first of the Seras Adibros is that Asher uh, And then he says a little more, he says, Kishem Shahayisa, you were an Eved, Bechavsha, Nasan and freedom was given to you. Ki Padisicha, Bebeis Havadim, I redeemed you from the, the, the house of bondage. Kach Tikre Dror. You also have to have freedom for your servants. Hanim Karlach, that was sold, and if he if he committed a theft, Kigam Atem, 
You also, reference to B'nai Yisrael, Nimkartem were sold by Gnevas Yosef. He sold Yosef. Shemachruhu Ashvatim, Ashvatim sold him. And it was a course of events. Shiardu al Yadil and Mitzrayim, Beis Avadim. And you end, we ended up enslaved in Mitzrayim. Alpha Pekain, Yatsasem, Lachavshi, we left freedom. Kain Gamatem, Laravos, Avdechem, Tishalchu Chavshi, you also have to send servants away. So there's a comment that adds a little more from the Kliyaka. The Ramban offers an additional significance to um, the question of Eved. He says, there's a Zechel of the Maisabracious, right? The idea of seven days of the world and the seventh day is a rest. And then he also says, you can look at um, the, the, the seventh year in the Yovel cycle. And that's the choicest. And then you talk about the, the years and the Shemitahs. It all goes to one thing, is that's the Sodi Mos Olam, the idea of, of creation. You have uh, cycles, sevens. So there he says, It's very, very honored. And then he goes further. And he says, <clears throat> based on, on a passage in Yirmiya, the Navi is, is particularly strict when it comes to this. He says, Anochi Karisi Bris, I've made a, a, a covenant with you, Asavosechem, your fathers. At the end of seven years, you have to send your servants away. And your maidservants. And if they don't do it, there could be Golas. Just like we say in the Chukosa, if they don't keep Shemitah, they can end up having Golas. I'll explain it later. And um, and the Rambam and this this last piece of the Rambam will he'll, he'll try to make uh, other connections to the Aseris Adibros, but just looking at Eved Ivri, you see this is there are connections. There's um there's a significance, and the idea of of letting people go free. But um, there might be um, something else to consider. When we talk about sort of the mishpatim that follow, and for that, there's a quote from the Sforno. and the Sforno says at the beginning of the parsha, "Be'ela mishpatim hineya b'parsha shalmala." In the previous parsha, "Ha'isa hazhar shallo sachmod." Kol you shouldn't covet anything that belongs to your friend. And then he continues, with these mishpatim, with these a person will know mahu anything that belongs to your friend. And I think the Ramban also made a connection. Yes. It's the second Ramban in the Parsha, Ela Mishpatim Keneged Lo Sachmot. Again, it's about coveting. He lo yada ha'adam mishpat, habayis, he doesn't know the rules of the house, or asada, the field, v'shar, mamon, and other monetary things, yakshav shehu shalo. Think it's his, v'yachmeduhu, v'yichu, la'atzmud, he's going to take it. So, 
we there's a focus here specifically on the last of the Aserasa Dibros, and that is coveting and envy. And that's not necessarily as straightforward where we would assume to start. There's even a, a question I think that Ben Ezra deals with in last week's Parsha about the mitzvah of coveting and how could you do it. It's 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 a feeling, and how does the Torah legislate feelings in a person, thoughts in a person? And but nevertheless, this is you know this is based on on, on the comments of the Sforno and the Ramban. This is where we start, and um, there's a essay. From Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Zechrona Lebracha, in his final work, Studies in Spirituality, really in last week's Parsha, where he presents a, a way of looking at the Aser Sadibros in, in different sets. I mean, obviously, the most common set is, is five on one side, five on the other side, Ben Adam Lamakom, between man and God, and Ben Adam Chavero, between man and other people. But he says if you look at the first three, of uh, I you know no, you know questions of idolatry recognizing Hashem don't take Hashem's name in vain. Those are all about Hashem, and then he talks about the idea of createdness. He says that's the idea of keeping Shabbos, um, you know the birth of the universe and and keep it up aim who created us and the idea of you know everybody is created in God's image and therefore you shouldn't murder. And then he says the last three of um, you know the, the next three adultery stealing. And bearing false witness have to do with institutions of society, marriage, private property, and the courts. And he says, he says the idea of losach mode of coveting can be reinforced by all these previous things, or coveting can undermine all of these things. He focuses on the jealousy of Cain and Hevel, focuses on the jealousy of Yosef and his brothers. And he looks at, in the beginning, he even, he even focused on the idea of, of narcissists and how they look at other people. And, and he says it, it could be that, that uh, envy can cause us to, to you know, violate any of, the, any of the basic ideas of how we're supposed to act among other people if you're jealous enough. So then he, he, he says that if we think about um, what we have from the rest of the Aserah Sedibros, right? He says, look at the first three commands. The first three commands reminding us of God's presence in history and our lives, and the second three reminding us of our createdness that help us rise above envy. And we should believe, if we believe in God, we believe that God gave us what we need. God has us what we want to be. And we don't have to define ourselves in relationship to others. We define ourselves in relationship to God. So that's the that's the that's the place to start. You're going to talk about the construction of a society. You're going to talk about the you know monetary laws, which is much of the focus of Parshish Mishpatim. The idea is you want to emphasize at the very beginning where did we come from? All of this we came from the concept of losachma. We could have talked about a lot of things following the Sarah Sedibros, but we're going to talk about the concept, perhaps generally speaking. Of losach mode, the idea of not coveting, not trying to be jealous of what somebody else has, because we have to remember that Hashem created us and Hashem gives us what we specifically need. And what other people have maybe what they need, but it's not necessarily what we need, and that should be our focus. And again, if we lose sight of that focus, 
all bets are off in the the you know the, the society structures, courts, marriages, private property, things that are recognized today in all societies as being important. They can all fall if we covet, if we don't respect those boundaries. There's um, an idea from the Orgadeliyahu in Parshas Noach that talks about the idea of theft being so bad that it could cause a flood. He says the idea of theft, I believe this was what was spoken about in the part in the episode on Parshas Noach, the, the breakdown of barriers, the breakdown of boundaries. And it's so pervasive that maybe the world couldn't even stand. And we could think about the idea of anarchy. Right? The, the, the Hamas that existed. So that is, you know, certainly would seem to be a way to uh, look at Parshish Mishpatim as a whole. And then also the idea that you know, was mentioned first of, of looking at an Eved, right? Starting to looking at, you can even say someone who, who doesn't have anything. As it says, Gemara says, Masha Kana Eved Kana Rabo, right? And, and then we, we you know, the, the, the significance of Eved and other things that we have to remember. That's, that's the focus. Once we talk about the idea of Losachma, we're going to start with this idea that you remember. You once had no control over yourselves. You once had nothing. And Hashem redeemed you. And if you find yourself in a position where you hold something over somebody, you own somebody, um, make sure you send them away too. Because it's not about amassing you know, property and wealth and, and denying some, somebody something that is rightfully theirs. With this, I wish you all a good Shabbos. A Shabbos where we recognize that we have everything we need. I thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next time.